well, let's get into it. So, uh, so, so you want to talk about your tweet? Yeah. So, so, so this week uh, to kick things off, we will start with a uh, a tweet that I sent out. Uh, this was on four nine eighteen. So, what is that? Two weeks ago now, and it's still like getting some responses, some retweets, things like that. Um, and it has to do with the live period, the NCAA live periods, um, where coaches, college coaches, are allowed to come recruit, come watch uh, players play, evaluate. You know, there's two in April, two in July. Um, and every year we go through this whole thing with our players, some of our players, uh, where we have players miss either the whole weekend or depending on where the tournament is or one game or one night. Um, so multiple games maybe that night because they choose to go to prom rather than go to the game or the entire weekend of that live period, which there's only five of them. It's one of the most important ones, especially as an 11th grader. Mm. Um, I think that was something that was missing in my tweet as, as I should have somehow made it clear about I'm, I'm specifically talking about 11th graders because that's the most important year, the, the spring and summer right before most of the recruiting happens. But anyway, uh, what I did is, is I you know, kind of set up the tweet as a scenario. So uh, the first part was it was a parent saying, hey, coach, my son really wants to play basketball in college, but, but he can't make this live period tournament because he wants to go to prom. And then it was me, or really it could be any coach, um, or I guess as we'll see, some coaches uh, not liking that very much. Um, and... I, I had come across this really funny uh, John Calipari gif, and I know it's called GIF, but I'm not going to call it that. I'm going to call it GIF. Uh, and <laughs> I think it's just, GIF. I think yeah, it's GIF. No, it, it really is GIF for sure, but, uh, and that's according to, to my wife, but no one calls it that, so we're going to go with GIF. And Calipari is making a, or just a really funny face, and like, just, it's like, it's, he's saying, like, what? And like, it, it's, you, you have to see it. And uh, I thought it was really funny. And I thought it matched up really well. So, like, that was my response. It was the parent says, hey, coach, my son really wants to go play basketball in college, but he can't make this live period tournament because he wants to go to prom. And then it was me. And then my response was, was that Calipari gif. And uh, So people took that to mean you I was against I, players going to prom. Yeah, number one, I was against it. But also, like, it kind of looks like Calipari's like, pretty upset and angry at it. And, I mean... But yeah, it does kind of make me angry, um, you know, like be, because part of the thing is I, I think people need to have some context into the amount of parents and players that tell me and you and our other coaches, especially our elite team coaches, that they want to be Division One college basketball players or college basketball players in general. Mm -hmm. But specifically, they always talk about Division One. I. I want to be Division One. My son should be Division One. I. I think he's Division One. You know, and the amount of of times and we get asked that or told that or begged to help their son get recruited, and then sometimes those same parents or those same kids say, "Actually, I'm going to go to prom instead of the live period." And mm -hmm. to me, that is a clear. Uh, reflection of that kid's priorities. If your priority is to play basketball in college, you need to put that above pretty much everything else. And if you don't, well, then that other thing you put in front of it is your priority. It's that whole thing about actions 
reflect your priorities. Yeah. So it's like the sacrifice of missing prom your 11th yes. grade year to, to try to get into college. And I think that the, like, so your, your ultimate frustration is that the, they're, they think they want something, but they're not, when it comes down to it, they're not really willing to pay the price. Yeah. Or the, they don't have an understanding of what it actually takes to, to play in division one. And I think that's a big, that's something that we, we deal with a lot. You and I both played division one. We know what we had to sacrifice and how hard we had to work and that we're trying to get it across the parents like this is incredibly difficult and it's going to require a lot of discomfort and a lot of sacrifice that is not always going to be easy yeah. and, and they need to know that before they go into it exactly exactly like like that's exactly it they don't understand how some, much some people some don't. some yeah. some don't I, I actually i would not only say some i would say the majority don't understand the sacrifice necessary to play college basketball I think the stat is it's 3.4% of high school basketball players go on to play in college at Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. Total is 3.4. I think the number, I believe the number is 1.6% go play Division One. Mm-hmm. So out of hundreds of thousands of high school basketball players, 1.6% of them will go on to play Division One. So you have to be willing to do things that, what is that, 98.4% of uh, the, 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 the rest of the basketball playing population is not willing to do. You, you have to be willing to sacrifice some things that, that you know, they're not, it's not fun at the time. I, I'm not saying you should enjoy Did not you go going to, prom? to prom. I did, but it, at the time it didn't. Uh, I don't remember if I went my 11th grade year. I definitely went my 12th grade year. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, by the way. <laughs> Prom is not that great. I mean, maybe some people, that, that, that might be a whole nother yeah. discussion, but to me, prom is not that great. I, I, I kind of believe if you're looking back when you're 30, 40, 50, and like prom is one of the best experiences of your life, like, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, you're seems, getting to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I probably you're just opened up a whole, a whole nother can of worms, but. But, yeah, I went to prom once. It seems like kids nowadays are, do high schools, do they go to prom every year? Do soft, I freshmen, know, sophomores? Juniors and seniors go to prom every year? I know for sure that it's 11th and 12th graders get offered, but I thought I heard this year that 10th graders now are having that opportunity. Okay. Or maybe well, regardless, when it came down to you in high school, were you missing a live recruiting period to go to prom? No, no, I wasn't missing anything. Was that ever a for, thought in your mind, thinking like, no, I, mean, I could either go get recruited by coaches or I could go to my prom this weekend? No, no, it, it, it wasn't. I had zero offers to play Division One basketball as a senior in high school. I was so focused on playing and nothing was going to stop me. You want to hear a sacrifice? I did a grade 13 basketball, like for basketball. I went to prep school in Worcester, Massachusetts um, at Worcester Academy. I did a postgraduate year. My grades were great. My SAT scores were great. It didn't matter. Mm. But I went there to play, to get an extra year of basketball because I wanted to play Division One. Um, you know, so I did a whole extra academic school year for that away from my family, away from my home. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you think your biggest sacrifice was? That was one of them. But I mean, since seventh or eighth grade, I was working, I was working two to six hours a day, depending if it's a weekday, weekend, what have you on my game, whether that's skill development, weight room, Mm -hmm. um, playing pickup. I mean, I was working, I was doing double days, um, I, I, 
yeah, I, I worked my butt off and mm-hmm. I sacrificed a lot parties, um, you know, honestly opportunities to potentially have a girlfriend just because I thought it would distract me from being a college basketball player. And some people might make fun of me for that, but um, I look back and I have no regrets. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy. What, what about you, though? Like, I mean, you know. I know I was thinking about that when I was asking you and I don't I don't think I can point to like one major I mean I remember in eighth grade where all my friends were going to a a banquet with dates and it was a big thing and and I had a game the next morning and I couldn't I just I said I couldn't go because I wanted to be ready for my game the next morning that probably wasn't my biggest one that just sticks out of my mind but in my mind like it's a lot of it's like everything is a sacrifice like it's a big small things that you do every single day that you could you know, could be easier in the long run if you weren't so determined to, if you didn't have that goal of playing college basketball. My life would have been easier. I would have, I probably could have gone to parties. I probably could have. It would have been more fun. Yes, for sure. But, I mean, looking back, do you you regret that? Do you regret those choices? No. No, 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 I don't, because it got me to where I wanted to be, and it was, was, you know, extremely beneficial. I had to learn, I mean... (laughs) I mean, to be honest, like we started a business. I have to, you have to sacrifice a lot to do that. I mean, I, I have, I, my wife moved over here from Germany. I had to sacrifice a lot of things to, for that relationship. I think it's a big thing is like, it's not just preparing you for basketball. It's preparing you for anything that you're going to do, whether or not you're going to work for a company or you're going to have a large family or you're going to do something else with a group, like you're going to have to sacrifice. Yeah, no, I actually, that, that's a great point. That's, that's one reason I don't regret Um, any of the choices I made to sacrifice certain things, whether that be a prom or, you know, a date with a girl or, you know, hanging out with my family, whatever that may be, hanging out with my buddies, um, is because I think that now I have the ability or or, or the foresight to sacrifice certain things for what I want. Push through some discomfort. Yeah, and, 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 and I think that's a skill, actually. Like, I think that can be a learned ability. It's not like I just grew up that way and was like, yeah, I, I don't care about this. I don't care about this. I'll just skip them. Like, mm-hmm. no, like that hurt when I was growing up to have to make those choices to not go out with my buddies, to not go to the movies, to whatever it might be because I had this basketball goal in mind. And now I'm an adult. I don't play basketball anymore. I'm retired, but we run pro skills. And now I'm required to make sacrifices for pro skills but I feel like I have learned along my journey growing up to sacrifice things and 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 you know what to be honest with you I I think I've also learned when not to sacrifice things when Mm -hmm. to say okay like loosen up a little bit um you know lighten up Mm -hmm. do this fun thing and and you know don't be so serious and so focused all the time um I I think that has helped me too yeah I think I think some people will hear this and they like. I mean, the, the what happened in your tweet and that thread was, people were saying, "Oh, my, can't my kid be a kid? Can he do this?" And I think, you know, when you talk to parents about this, it's not we're not telling you never to do anything fun to to be a single-minded focused on on one single thing. It's just some things are important and you got to find what what the balance is. And, and my thing with this is that it's not we're saying you should do this, you should that do that. It's that some people are choosing to do things that you're not doing. And if, and if, and if we're going to be honest with kids and tell them, you know, hey, you can play college basketball, then we need to be honest with them with what it takes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, 
here, here's the thing they got to understand too. They, a lot of times what we see is a player or their parents, they know the kids on their high school team and maybe their child is the best on their high school team. And maybe they know the other good players in that conference, that high school conference, or maybe they even know the other good players in the city. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, you know all the good players in Charlotte. What they don't take into account is that there's hundreds of other cities out there just like Charlotte. Now, Charlotte, I think, is pretty talented, but generally speaking, there's hundreds, thousands of other cities out there where there's a lot of kids that want the same thing, that want to be college basketball players. And there are kids out there that are willing to sacrifice prom. Um, and, and actually, I, I, I want to clear this up, too. I think the majority of our kids, especially on like our elite-level teams, our travel teams, I think the majority of them that if it's prom or basketball, they choose basketball. I think it's a minority of, uh, of kids that, that choose prom over it. Mm. But what bothers me is when then, then they come back two months later and they're saying, oh, why isn't my kid getting recruited? Well, it's, it has something to do with the choices. Mm. Um, and, and, and that was one of the things with the prom tweet is it's not that a lot of coaches and, or people were saying, oh, well, well, if they're good enough, they're going to get found. And if it's just one game or it's just one weekend. And yes, to a certain extent, I agree with that. But a lot of times those a small choice like that is a reflection of, of larger choices that we make more consistently. So is, is a kid skipping basketball for prom? And is that choice being made more consistently where they're skipping basketball for X mm-hmm. or Y? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think, too, is, is part of the fact that it's an open recruiting period. So it's not just one weekend. It's Yes, it's one weekend, but it's one of, what is it, four or five weekends? Five, yeah. Five? Two when, in the when, spring and, and three in July. You know, 25% of the recruiting period, that's, they're going to sacrifice that. And like you said, like, I mean, I went to prom once as a senior. And if these kids are skipping it as a junior year, that would be because they want to go as a junior and they want to go again as a senior. That then, you know, in, in our minds, that's questionable. And I think we agree on that. Now, yeah. A lot of people might might disagree with that, but yeah, it just comes down to the sacrifice and what you're willing to endure and, and, and let go of for the sake of achieving your goal. Yeah, I agree. And, and one thing I, it, I constantly get reminded of when I think about this, especially with the people that say, oh, one game doesn't matter, one night doesn't matter, one weekend doesn't matter. Well, it might. There was a, a, a video that came out that was making the rounds on Twitter um, during the uh, NCAA tournament. Did you see Bob Huggins when he was talking about um, uh, what was it, what was the point guard's name? Uh, Javon Carter. Yeah, um, yeah, Carter. Just a stud defensively, just an amazing leader. Well, he talks about Bob Huggins came to a gym not to see him. But he was like, it was like 8 a.m. in the morning. There wasn't really like many other people around. And he looked out of the corner of his eye and saw this, saw this little guy at 8 a.m. in the morning picking up 80 feet from the basket, full court, man-to-man defense. And, and apparently Coach Huggins was just like, oh, my gosh, I, I got to go watch this kid. He went over there. He watched this kid do that the entire game. Yeah. At eight in, the, eight in the morning, while no one else in the gym was doing it, that was one game. And Bob Huggins, right there, said, "We need call." I think called his head assistant and said, "We need to offer this kid a scholarship." Well, that was one game. Yeah. Well, one that's what that's one thing we haven't talked about is is what does it look like for a college coach if they go to recruit and a team and the 
they had, where's this kid? And to me, the coach is like, well, he went to prom this weekend. What does that look like from a college coach's perspective? And I know it's probably, it differs, but I mean, I have my theory what it looks like. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, well, I think all else being equal, um, like say it's between Johnny and Charlotte and Chris in, uh, in Dallas, Texas, they're both, the, the coaches rate them equally as skilled, equally as athletic. And then they find out Johnny is going to to prom instead of this tournament this weekend, and Chris, but Chris is going to go play. As a, from my perspective, if I'm a college coach, I'm taking Chris because yeah. he chose basketball over prom. Johnny didn't. Yeah. And later on, when they get to my campus in college, and I ask them to skip spring break, Christmas, Christmas break, yeah. and not go home and live on campus where no one else is there, like. Uh, who's going to have a, an issue with that? Is it going to be the guy that skipped prom or is it going to be the guy that chose prom over basketball? That, and yeah. that, that's just my perspective, though. You know, yeah. Maybe I'm the crazy one here. No. I think, I think a lot of coaches would agree. I, I mean, some people, I think that you know, every college coach is looking for something different. So you mean you, we can't say that with 100%, 100% certainty, but I definitely know college coaches that that would be a red, a red flag in their mind. The yeah. kid skips especially as a junior, yeah. <laughs> especially one of the five recruiting weekends. Um, during, and, the during the most time. important time. Of year, yeah. Yeah. As a senior, hopefully you have your offers. Um, you know, hopefully your, your college commitment is locked up. Man, go to prom. Enjoy it. It's your senior year. It's your last year. Absolutely. Have mm-hmm. fun. Now, if you don't have a scholarship like I didn't, I'm going to play some more basketball, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we'll forget about prom. But, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean – if if there's no conflict, of course, go to prom. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's your senior year and your college commitment stuff's locked up, of course, go to prom, have fun, be a kid. But mm-hmm. um, again, to me, it's just act- our actions ref- mm-hmm. reflect our priorities. And, and and a lot of kids and parents, it's they they talk, and it's they, it's not words that reflect priorities. To me, it's actions that mm-hmm. reflect priorities. And this prom versus live period thing was just kind of a a small example of that. Yeah. You know, I wrote a blog on sacrifice about a year ago. And one, one thing that I really gets me a little bit is when I hear players say like, I just want to win. I just want to win a championship. That's all I care about. That's all I care about is winning. And I like to pose them the question like, okay, your team will win, but what if you only play three minutes? Are you going to sacrifice that personal glory to be on a winning team? I mean, that's what you said. You only care about winning. Yeah. And I think that there's like there's a there's a distinction in that is like don't say things that you really don't mean. Don't say you only care about winning if if you're gonna be on a winning team and you only play five minutes a game, are you still gonna be happy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, don't, a- yeah. actions reflect priorities and and like that's when uh you can really tell um what someone's priorities is when it, it gets past the words and now it comes down to action and you see you see yeah. what happens there. And I think we got to make clear that this is not easy. No. Like we're not saying that, like, this is obvious. You're an idiot if you go to prom. You're, like, you're, you're an idiot if you do this. Like, like this is hard. <laughs> like that's the, and I think that's the main point to get across is, like, you say you want to play Division One basketball. Here is what it entails. You're going to have to sacrifice this. It's going to be really uncomfortable. And if you say, ah, I'm, not, I'm really not willing to do that, that's fine. Then, then don't just don't, don't throw expect. a fit. Don't expect don't expect to get a Division One scholarship, and that, and that's okay if you don't want to. Yeah. That's okay if you think, hey, I want to enjoy my childhood, 
and 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 not have to sacrifice. I just <laughs> I work out at the gym across the street, and there's an Olympic swimmer, and and she won a, a gold medal and a silver medal in the last Olympics. And about two months before the Olympics, like I talked with her, and she told me her story. She moved from uh, I think she moved from Raleigh or Winston Salem to Charlotte specifically for swimming, back in like in her younger high school years. Left her friends, left her home hometown, left her house, left her bedroom, and lived, came down here where she didn't know anybody, all because she wanted to train for a coach and she was focused on getting to the Olympics. Now, it worked out for her, but that is a completely different level of sacrifice that I think, I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong, I'm just saying parents need to know that some people are willing to do that. And if you're not willing to do that, fine, but just know that there are other people out there that are. How can we play devil's advocate here? How could we say... They're like, no, kids should just be kids. And I, in, in some ways, I mean, I, I do think it's the competition level right now and the sort of the, the, the free market and so many people wanting to. Like, it, it is somewhat of a shame that, you know, that swimmer had to move and leave her home. Like, that's, that is a huge sacrifice. And it is, you know, kids should be kids at some time. And, and, and maybe we as like a basketball culture have gotten a little bit out of control with, with the demands. But it's also... It's, I think that is driven by who's willing to do what, and it's just a competition. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, I, it's just at, at the end of the day, you know, um, uh, yeah, I, I just think certain people are willing to make sacrifices to attain certain goals, and they're willing to sacrifice a bit more, and when it comes down to it, it you know, when those two players meet, the person typically who has sacrificed more Mm -hmm. is going to get that 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 spot or going to win and in in this case it's 1.6 percent of high school mm -hmm. basketball players go division one and discounting all the studs and the five-star recruits and the four you know if you're a three-star two-star one-star recruit but a division one level player you know we need i include myself in, in that group i was you know maybe a two-star or something like mm -hmm. we need every advantage we can get and yeah. i was willing to sacrifice almost everything yeah. to attain that and it took me a little bit longer than uh than than maybe some others but here was a kid from denver colorado and i ended up playing division one um and and i you know I, I i was thinking certainly about kids in california texas charlotte um you know other cities other states mm -hmm. what they were willing to sacrifice and i was not going to let them outwork me and so i made the choices i made looking back I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the choices I made and I, I don't regret it. Um, but I think it goes back to what you said that just players need to be honest with themselves. Parents need to be honest with their kids and themselves about how much sacrifice it, some of this stuff requires and mm -hmm. if they truly want that. And if they don't, that's no problem at all. Go yeah. to prom and enjoy it. But if you say you want it, then let's see your actions reflect those mm -hmm. uh, priorities. Have you seen any other areas where like, prom is just one of many examples. What are some other examples out there of, yeah. you know, I, 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 one thing that really struck me is when we first moved here and it was, we had so many people who were like, we want to play basketball. We want it to be, you know, my, my kid wants to be really good. He wants to get a scholarship someday, but his practice is 30 minutes away and we, we just don't want to make that drive or traffic's terrible and we can't make that drive. Like, that's, 
and I think we're probably in agreement here that that's and I, and I get it. Everybody comes from a different situation. Some people work. Some people have this. Some people can't afford that time. But that's just, you know, in my mind, like some people throw up roadblocks way. And I guess this is the whole conversation is what we're talking about. But some people throw up roadblocks pretty quickly yeah pretty quickly for for pretty small things yeah. i mean i think prom you know it's up there with being a major one another one we see a lot every year is uh again 11th graders your most important year uh on spring break they go to the beach with their family um mm-hmm. you know i remember when i was uh, when i was growing up i grew up in denver like i said uh at least in high school i remember in uh, i think 10th grade my family took a trip to the mountains to ski in the winter during high school basketball season we were off so i went but i did not ski because i didn't want to hurt myself mm-hmm. for basketball i didn't want to tear an acl skiing um you know it wasn't fun sitting in the house while everyone else w- was gone but that's what i did and that's a choice i made so um again it could be small things like oh i gotta sh- i have to drive 30 minutes to practice i don't mm-hmm. want to do that it could be big things like all right, family, you go have fun at the beach. Can I go stay at my teammate's house so that I can mm-hmm. practice? So that I, you know, um, again, let kids be kids. That's that's fine and all, but it just yeah. it just keeps going. It might make back those to, it might make those skipped Christmases when you get to if you do get to Division One. It might make that a little bit harder. Yeah, that was hard as a, as a Division One really basketball hard. player. No, we I never had a spring break in college. No, no. Uh, and, and, and if you do have a spring break, it's usually because you're because you lost. Yeah, <laughs> you had a losing <laughs> yeah. season. But that wasn't easy. You, either, early. you get a, a two. I mean, if you're lucky, three days for Christmas, and you're right back the day after Christmas practicing. That, yeah, no one else on campus. Dreary, no. cold. Yeah, that's not fun. Practicing three hours, getting yelled at. Yeah, <laughs> but I was just saying, like you mentioned that you were you knew what you were in the grand scheme of things. You know, we're talking about a certain level of sacrifice that. You know, maybe the 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 six foot to six four, unathletic, not crazy talented sort of kid. I mean, it is un, un you know quote unfair that you know if if I'm if I'm six ten with a seven five wingspan and I can jump out of the gym pretty naturally, I don't have to sacrifice as much. Probably, I can probably afford to to go to prom my junior year because I know I'll show up at the next tournament and coaches will want me. Yeah, for sure. Actually, someone made that comment to me on Twitter. They said, uh, well, Wendell Carter went to prom or something like that. Or they're like, well, even our buddy Matt McKillop, Ed, Ed Davidson head coach, responded you know, to, to, to the tweet with a picture of Kobe Bryant and Brandy at prom, which I'm guessing was probably his senior year, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, like some of these super talented guys, even though Kobe has an unbelievable work ethic, maybe the hardest worker maybe ever, uh, but that's what happens. When you combine talent with that work ethic, you get mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, when you combine super talent with not a great work ethic, I mean, you're, you're, you, you, you have a ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've heard, I, I'm not trying to throw people under the bus, but I've heard J.R. Smith doesn't work super hard, but everyone knows he's super talented. Well, he made the NBA and he's had some success there, but from all you know uh, accounts, he could be a superstar. And and it just it goes back to probably work ethic, a little bit of sacrificing here or there. But mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, he's in the NBA. But yeah, I mean, I, it's, I take his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some people <laughs> just have a higher ceiling naturally. Yeah. But the majority of people, it's going to be required that they work their butts off, they yeah. sacrifice certain things, and. Uh, yeah, it's just all about choices. Yeah. Um, I think it's important for like when when parents and players when when you 
you look at yourself, like honestly compare yourself with who is where you want to go. You know, I mean, like if I say, you know, I'm, I, I'm an advantage, I'm six, eight. But if I said like, Hey, I want to play in the NBA, who is like me? Who do I resemble when it comes to height, length, athleticism, ability, who like me is in the NBA? Who's like me in division one and, and, and be honest with yourself in that respect. Like there's not a lot of six, eight centers no. that, that don't have freakish athleticism in the NBA right now. That might mean that I have to sacrifice a little bit more than somebody that ha- that comes naturally to. And in my mind, I can say that that's unfair, uh, but that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. And, and you, yeah, I mean that life, right. It's unfair. Some yeah. people have certain advantages. Some people don't. Uh, and if you don't, you need to work a little bit harder for, you know, to, to, to get whatever you want to get. Yeah. But also let's not forget about the fact if you choose to sacrifice a lot for let's in this case basketball growing up and you don't achieve your ultimate goal i never made the nba that was my ultimate goal mm-hmm. um yeah I, I played pro overseas and, and that was great but that wasn't my ultimate goal some people they only get to the college level some people um you know their goal is d1 and they don't end up d1 they go d3 but still, all those sacrifices they made along the way and all of that hard work, I don't think you can say it, it was wasted. They learned a lot of great life lessons there, and uh, they learned you know, about hard work, about sacrifice and all that. So now they can apply it to their non-basketball life. Yeah. And so it's not, if you don't make the NBA or you don't make Division One and you're still sacrificing, you're still working hard, it's not all wasted. It's still great life lessons that will really, really help them. Yeah. Um, you know, in college, after college, in, in the real world. Yeah. It sort of becomes clear as you get older. Part of being an adult is most of the time doing what you don't really want to do. <laughs> like, yeah. Doing what you don't <laughs> want to do so at the end of the day you can. I hope doing what you don't want to do so that at the end of your career you can do what you want to do. So it's, yeah. it's sacrificing for an end result that, you know, it's tough. I think it's people that haven't been there, people that – Everybody says they want to play Division One. They haven't, you know, they've seen Division One games, but they haven't lived that Division One life of because it's not. It's glamorous. not all glitz and no, glamour. No, it's not glamorous. They it's, see the NCAA tournament and they yeah. want that. But go I'll watch tell you a six a.m. small group workout. Ninety-eight percent of the time, it's not that lights no. and cameras and big no, stage not. and all that. That's why I, in my blog I said like, yeah, you you see Steph Curry in a thirty-second Under Armour ad where he's got all this. It's lighting and it's music and but like go watch him for two hours and you're going to be bored for an hour and 45 minutes because it's just he's doing the same thing over and over again and he's becoming that's what it takes to become the best shooter in the world is doing that all the time in a empty gym where it's quiet no one's watching no one's watching there's no glory to it and it's it can get repetitive and it can get boring and it can be something that you don't always want to do yeah but that's what it takes yeah well i mean Let's let's wrap this uh, All right, yeah. wrap, wrap this bad boy up and uh, not saying you can never go to prom, <laughs> just saying know that some people will not skip their prom. Check it out on uh, on Twitter actually. It's at Brendan Winters and then uh, Pro Skills is at Pro Skills B Ball on Twitter and at Pro Skills Basketball on Instagram. You can check us out there.